0: Respiratory virus threats, Nerve tag has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissive rates than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You might be infectious and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious. Assume you might be infectious. And that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further, and I I must level with you, level with the the British public. Um, More families, uh, many more families are going to lose. Loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that, as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary infe- infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. Just say I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. Vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking bore blood! Never! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting
2: for my forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers!
3: That was fast as well. Welcome, 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 everyone. And uh, another day, another stream. More. Fuck. More. Ah. There we go. More jihad, or in this case, uh, more Christian holy war. Lest the doc be accused of uh, not uh, not giving a fair shake of the stick to the uh, faithful. We've got uh, the powerful John Britton uh, to join us. And of course,. Uh, Paul De Tishbite and um we shall begin. Um let's see do this let get this out of the way. I'm there. You're here? Okay. It's uh okay. John, how are you, sir?
1: Doing well, Kevin. How are you doing? Good to see uh, you, brother Paul.
2: Hello, John. Nice to see you too. Uh,
1: you as well all sporting our manly beards here. I know, I know.
2: But I've, uh, I've had to condition it, it's getting that long. In fact, I had my mum come round yesterday and she told me off and said, Get a haircut. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, it's uh it's written in the Quran, thou must grow thine whiskers. So um that's uh that's good enough for me. <laughs> Look, man, I don't have any on top, so I got, got don't keep have the, any
1: on top either. So. Yeah, I've got to
3: keep look. the body heat in. So, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, they, they said I look like a hobo. So, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I'm not get a uh, haircut. Get a haircut. I'm not going to say anything. Um, I think it looks very uh, wise and Gandalf like. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's let's see. So, um, I've when uh, I've been receiving a lot of flack. In my DMs and emails for um, uh, hosting, uh, what what would be or what what I'm term, terming the Abrahamic deception, maybe, uh, if I if someone's coined that already, I apologise, but I um, uh, I think we should have uh, some argument from the other side. Um, I I know it's it's difficult when you've got the two opposing views trying to run at the same time and wanting to talk over the other and try to get a point across. And so in the heat, sometimes the light gets lost. And so, you know, I'll state for the record myself personally, I'm at ease with my relationship to God. I know he's out there, um, dusty old books etc that i can't read and can barely understand i don't need them for that relationship that's my sort of take on the issue and if one of you guys want to pick up and stuff start... oh I t- yes we were going to sort of focus on revelation because that's the really juicy part that uh maybe um, can drag in the uh people who have less of an interest in the should we say ecumenical?
2: So, can I can I just exit for one minute because I've got my wife and a guest looking in the other room, and I want to see if they can actually see the stream. Okay, I don't know if we've got enough bandwidth for all this, but um, uh, I said, well, I might as well entertain you this way because okay. I'm sat out in the I'm sat out in the garden here, and I'm surrounded by my my girls. I've got six of them, my chickens and uh i'll just pop my head in there and see if they can actually see
3: okay okay
2: all right john um
3: well i'm not sure whether to really begin the uh the ecumenical discussion with our oh, yeah, but um I, I i'll ask you this what what was your view on the streams with um albert i have to say i, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to him he was a very um easy person to get along with and um the stream I did with Adam, I felt I was just overloading him with um scientific detail that perhaps he wasn't picking up on but what was your take
1: well i I as well known that I'm neither a fan of Albert Bashai or Adam green uh um even though at one time I was on Adam Green uh many years ago uh to discuss the Council for national policy um. Mm-hmm which i was not as strong in my faith i was recently born again uh th- than i am now that was before adam green came out with his abrahamic uh deception uh nonsense uh kind of at first uh pushing um the um uh kind of uh greco-roman um deception and then later pivoting to the jewish deception uh uh just for
3: the record um because i look man i'm i'm not up to speed with this stuff what's the greco-roman deception
1: well the and greco-roman deception is more about uh that the roman empire um developed uh the jesus uh mythos um uh in league with or without the help of uh the Jewish people at the time um which is usually uh pushed by um who's the Caesar's messiah Joseph Atwell I'll call him joseph Atshell, uh and so um he kind of put forth Uh, uh, that theory uh, that it was completely contrived by the Roman Empire to keep the rebellious Jews in line, which it did not do, uh, and uh, to kind of disarm the populace, which it did not do. Um, And so we know that the Roman Empire was later. Um, tried to co-opt Christianity and tried to um enter it into a state religion with uh, Constantine, who I believe was a heretic, uh, in a lot of ways. That would be um, the
3: Council of Nicaea. See, I know that much. Oh,
1: that is correct. Yes. Um and um and so uh, but yes, I mean that that would be uh the, the belief taught there with uh, uh Joseph Atwell. That it was a Roman construct uh, with or without the help of the, the Jews at the time, uh, which doesn't make any sense to me because it led to mm. Rome having to be forced as Christianity took the world by storm, uh, forced to co-opt it uh, through the Council of Nicaea and through Constantine the Great as a way of trying to keep it from you know, spreading like wildfire, something that they supposedly created to maintain peace and disarm a population within their country uh, did not happen, uh, just like the Abrahamic deception with uh, the Jewish people that Brother Paul uh, had two conversations with Albert bashai about, and that it led to the destruction of their temple. And the scattering of their forces, uh, which would happen many time uh throughout he- hit, you know history, you had Julian the apostate uh, who tried to rebuild the second temple, uh, which was also uh, destroyed by God in a giant earthquake, and later you had uh, the Jews believe that Zebatthiah Zevi was the Messiah, uh, and the Jews gathered together and I think it was upwards of anywhere between one half or two thirds of the world's Jews at that time believed yeah. that Zabatthiah yeah. Zevi was the Messiah. Uh, yeah. Which turned out uh, not to be uh, true as well, and they were scattered mm-hmm. uh, to the winds again. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, the both ways you look at it, whether the uh, uh, Roman uh, deception or concoction, or the Abrahamic, Judaic, um, you know, concoction, uh, both um, sides were punished by God uh, for their rebellion against God.
2: Um, I couldn't say it better. Blimey, myself. I mean. Yeah, if if, <laughs> if you if if your strategy is uh, like you say, if that was their strategy, um, it failed. So that's all you can say. And, well, uh, so, so
3: hit, hit, let me let me interject what I think uh, <laughs> they're they're saying. Okay, which is that they the, the. I'll use my button. You can't hear it, but
4: the Jew
3: uh, is playing. A very long game, and the um, that it, it's all been leading to this point, which is that, ah, uh, well, I, I, I'm I'm loath to do it, but to point at biblical prophecy, which would be the establishment of Israel in 1947, I believe eight it was 848 okay um and so this this has concretized in the minds of christians that the prophecies are uh real um it's a modern manifestation of these prophecies and thus the word of god but in actual fact all it's doing is lending ever more power to
4: The
3: Jew (laughs) and their cabal-like behavior in the uh in the powers or in the corridors of power, shall we say. Does that make sense?
1: It does. I understand um that interpretation of of what they give. I've listened to Albert Bashai uh and um adam green and christopher john Birkness a lot we actually had you know i debated christopher mm-hmm, john mm-hmm. birkness here on this very channel mm. uh which christopher john Birkness now has completely uh turned his back on adam green who christopher john Birkness was a mentor for adam green uh and yeah now... that
3: was um I, 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 look um <laughs> what my opinion christopher is a high-functioning autistic right and as such he um, he can't manage other people very well. And so it's okay yeah. if you're listening to him and then if you go off in a... not not go off in a different direction, but I don't know, not not deifying him enough for bringing the knowledge forward, etc., he's going to have a short temper. And I think that's what I understood to be the rift between um, him well then he
1: blamed adam green for COVID 19 i mean that was a pretty strong accusation against adam <laughs> uh, i don't think adam made <laughs> well, i've, I've been accused of, of that in the last few months so uh well i mean yes by certain scooby-doo people too as well <laughs> right. uh, um and and some people who uh who I, we used to be friends with who won't even utter my name out of their mouths but that's a whole nother discussion mm. okay um and so you know like um I'm not saying at one time that Adam Green did not do uh, some decent work. And there have been allegations, too, of previously of him and his father, which I'm not going to really get into much here. And the, uh, you know, the military company that they were once involved with and his trip to Israel with Jake Morphonius, the CMP Mormon. But that's all another discussion, too. If anybody wants out there listening and they want the backstory on Adam Green, they can go and look that up themselves. Uh, but I do think it's relevant. I think it's relevant to what we see now uh, with the strong pivot that Adam has made. And that now he has made it his life mission uh, to just talk about the Abrahamic deception and how it's uh, uh, by his uh, beliefs, uh, current belief system, uh, you know, um, you know, or or you know what he's pushing. uh, That that is the most important thing in, in ever. Uh, you know, and 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 is I that disagree true, with though because that. I, 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 I'm, no, he I, I, said those words himself, Kevin, out of his directly directly out of his own mouth, brother. But he's
3: st- he's still um spending a lot of time um talking about Kabbalah. The you know, every time I switch onto his channel, which is you know, I'll I'll dip in and dip out. He. But, his links get dropped. Yeah, in my but Discord he, he's all the time. he's done a
2: bait and switch. He's done it's it's very clear he's done a bait and switch because I used to watch a lot of his early programs because they were pretty good. They were exposing how Chabad was uh, involved with the Trump campaign and, and and with Biden. They were showing the influence, the Jewish influence, uh, the Jewish power was analyzing Jewish power, and he was doing actually a good job. And he was showing what the Jews were saying about Christians and the Talmud and. Just basically exposing everything, but then he did a bait and switch and he switched straight over to Christianity, now saying, Yeah, I mean his, his argument is Christianity is a Jewish style. It's a Jewish style and it's a hoax. And at first he first he says Jesus didn't exist. Well, can he, I, just, I, I I wanna call him paper Jesus? Let, you know, he's let's, paper let's, Jesus. But I, I wanna
3: yeah. I wanna be more nuanced here, right? Because I think I I I don't want to put words into Adam's mouth.
1: It's fair he's not here to defend himself. Rates. I understand that. We should stick we should stick more towards the topic at hand. Mm. Um because he isn't here to defend himself. He won't be. He yeah. will, he wouldn't he wouldn't show up to talk to me and Paul anyway. Uh but based mm. off of that alone we'll leave that alone. Mm. Um and I do think it's only fair since he's not here to defend himself and defend his positions uh that we shouldn't you know I that's my my I agree. Balance, I agree. Quote I, um, I agree, but to, I'm just saying to,
2: what I've what I picked up from his programs is that he did he was very critical of the Jews, and he switched now to being very critical of the Christians. That's just an observation. I don't know why. Okay, uh, I would just
3: it. I'll just add this to this to cap that discussion. Okay, that hmm? in in a situation where you want to try well i i I think he's making a couple of strategic errors you are not going to convince people to drop their faith right it's it's, you're you're treading into very um sacred ground in someone's mind and psyche and um that every you're just going to put people on the defensive and so by saying um you've been hoodwinked by uh The Jew. Um, you're immediately you're going to put those people on the back foot. Um, I would say that what would he would be better in trying to find common ground, which would be that people from all the Abrahamic faiths maybe are being played with what I call Armageddon fetishism, and I think that's particularly rampant in certain Islamic sects and also um certainly very much the Zionist Christians, which tends to be a an American manifestation. Okay. So with that, I'll beg your indulgence and try to move into the uh the topic of discussion which would be revelation so revelation would be the um (laughs) excuse the excuse the term but the money shot the money shot for each of the faiths the abrahamic faiths and from my understanding each has a slightly different spin on which way that that End state is going to uh, emerge now. Um, explain well, perhaps between you, explain your Christian understanding of it, and then I'll try and um, extract. Uh, I don't know something. You, I don't want to be contentious with you guys, your friends. So, um, but I, I, I will be. Um, if if I if I offend thee, um, <laughs> I i know you well enough now i promise i'll pluck out my eyes you don't have Um, to pluck out yours
1: (laughs) oh um okay so um me and paul look at it very similarly but we might also look at it differently too which is fine because i consider paul to be a fellow brother in christ um and so um i believe and i would say that they're not minor differences between the three quote-unquote abrahamic religions um i think they're major differences between but between and only christianity is correct um where islam is in error uh and judaism is in error and both of those religions uh lead towards them yoking with the antichrist um where you know uh bible believing christianity on the other hand is antithesis to that but that's a whole other discussion okay and so you know my belief of revelation that is taught by the early church and um you know that is taught for the Bible itself is I myself am a premillennial. I believe in the thousand year little literal millennial reign of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, as well as a mid or or post tribulation rapture. I don't know exactly where I fit specifically on that yet. Uh, I believe right. either so one of I, I, are... I need to
3: stop you there just to help um, clarify mm-hmm. some terms. So when you're talking about tribulation and rapture, are you are you sitting in the camp of we're going to see a whole bunch of people just uh, zip up to the sky. Eventually,
1: eventually. eventually. Uh, so you have premillennial uh, rapture, uh, or, or should I say pre-tribulational rapture, should I say, uh, a, a mid-tribulational rapture and a post-tribulational rapture. So the tribulation of the seven uh, years, uh, tribulation, tribulation, the terrible day of the Lord. Okay. So the midpoint of the tribulation is roughly about... Three and a half years. And that will be when the Antichrist sits in the new newly constructed um, you know, uh third temple and declares himself to uh be uh God. Okay. Um, and so um when that happens, you know, if you're a pre-tribulation rapture believer, you believe that you're just gonna be raptured out before anything happens, okay, which I don't think is biblical uh i would hope that to be true because we would have to suffer any type of persecution brother paul but i don't believe it to be true okay mm. so i either lead to the mid tribulation rapture point or the post-tribulation rapture point which is at the very end of the tribulation when we enter into the millennial kingdom the thousand year reign of our lord the savior jesus christ right, i, I want to then... stop you
3: there i want to stop you there just give me a uh bullet point list of the evidence of why you think the differences between those tribulation stages which i i know i know you you reference scripture at this point but i have you, to get the
1: specific scriptures that i you, don't have them with me uh, okay, uh, okay, right, okay. Can right now I, can um, i um can
2: yes, I, oh, I i i have a different approach i get i i often get confused with uh with the terms post post rapture pre-millennial post-millennial I to be honest with you that those terms often confuse me and I have to sometimes look them up and say Well, what is what does this mean? <laughs> what are they saying? What happens first? What happens next? It just confuses me now. I did a, a, a Commentary on the book of Revelation It took me 40 odd years and I always think you should understand uh, What you're given in context and um the Book of I'm sorry Revelation. to
3: interrupt you there, though, Paul, but uh, it's a bit biblical there, the uh, 40 years. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I, I wasn't, I have, I've been. I did look at When I started very seriously looking at it, it was after nine eleven, and then I wrote a commentary after nine eleven, and I completely revised it then over the next 20 years because more and more um, I, I got more and more insight. So it's not something I just sat down and wrote in, in a day. It's something I worked on over a long period of time. And it was 9 11 that really triggered it because I thought, what the hell's going on here? Something's going on. And then um, I, I looked, I, I've read a lot on, uh, I've read a lot of commentaries on the book of Revelation and a lot of, uh, some very good ones, some some not so good. But there's basically four approaches to Revelation. One one is uh, it's all in the past, it's pre tourist. The other is it's all in the future, a futurist approach. Nothing has been fulfilled. It's all in the future. So it's either all in the past, all in the future, or it's a spiritual interpretation. So it has spiritual lessons, but it's not to be taken literally. That's another approach. And uh, and the fourth approach is it's con- continuous historic. So that means it's, it, it is unfolding through history. So you could take…
1: You have double, triple little... prof- fulfillment, right, Paul? yeah Double, you, so you can, triple fulfillment which that's way yeah, i so you carry can,
2: yeah so you can you can take every aspect of it you can take one bit of the trumpets or seals or whatever and say oh this applies to the i've seen people do it oh this applies to the battle of trafalgar or this applies to the second world war or this applies to this and i say whoa 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 you don't you've got to understand prophecy in the first place if you don't and this yeah. is the conclusion i've come to that's why i called my uh um, commentary, uh, p- pattern recognition in the apocalypse, because it's about recognizing patterns, pattern recognition in the apocalypse, because our brains are very good at recognizing patterns. And the apocalypse has about at least 700 quotes, uh, allusions and echoes to the Old Testament. That's true. So it's it's constantly weaving. It's the it, the woof and the weave as it were, of the apocalypse is the old testament. So but he's not just using passages out of the old testament because they sound nice. He's using them. This is called intertextuality because he wants you to do look at the original passages and take something of the context from the original passages and yes. say, Yeah, that's what happened back then. And this is a sort of a pattern that we're seeing reemerge now. So Amen. it's a very complex thing. And to say, oh, it's all in the past, or it's all in the future, or it's continuous, or it's all spiritualized, I I, I found every one of those approaches lacking. So I, I did my own commentary and I'll give you an example completely not to do with Revelation. It's one that's well known. It's Isaiah 53, it's the prophecy of the suffering servant. And, uh, you know, it starts off, uh, who, who has believed our report? To whom has, has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up like a, a, like a sprout out of dry ground. The, the, when we saw him, there was no beauty in him that we desired him. W- words to that effect. And it's about suffering servant and we're healed by his, you know, bruises and et cetera, et cetera. And it's a prophecy that's a well, it's, it's a, a passage in Isaiah, the suffering servant, that's applied to Christ. And you say, yeah, okay, good and well. But what did it mean to the people back then in that day? It it wasn't a passage written to have an application in 2,000 years' time. It had a meaning to the people back then. What did it mean? If you can't tell me what it meant to the people back then to whom it was given, if you can't tell me what Isaiah meant back then, who he was talking about, what it meant, then how can you extrapolate from that to, to Christ? And what I say is, yeah, well, this and I can make a very good case that the suffering servant in uh, Isaiah 53 was King Hezekiah, who ended up on his deathbed, and on the third day he was raised from his deathbed. And the point is, is the, the Isaiah 53 ends ends, he was given a 15-year extension of life, so he thought he was going to die, and the point is, is that he thought that all the Davidic covenants would be annulled. So he's lying on his deathbed. He's done all the right things because he was a good king. He was a faithful man. He, uh, he centralized the cult in Jerusalem. He, re-established, he cleansed the temple. He reestablished wor- worship. He did all the right things. He did everything right. And then what happens is his city is surrounded, besieged by Sennacherib, the Assyrian, and we know this from the Assyrian records. We can establish this from the Assyrian records. So he's. So this, is a, this the... is a
3: historical event. that.
2: Yeah, be... it's a historical event. And he's lying on his deathbed. And it, we're told he has a big bulb, a big uh, boil. It, it's the Black Plague. It's the Black Death because the Assyrian army died. The, this is it. I'll piece it together. The, uh, there's an Egyptian legend that says they were overrun by mice. The Assyrian army died by the plague. We're told in the account that they died, the angel of the Lord smote them, and they died overnight. Well, I think it was a black death. And, and Hezekiah was on his deathbed with a boil, and, the, and you know he was told to make his house in an order and die, and, and he was going to die, and he wept bitterly. And then the prophet Isaiah comes into him and says, the word of the Lord's come to me. You're going to, you know, you're, you're, you've been given a 15-year extension of life. You're going to recover. Right. And, um, you know, he's heard your prayer. But the the point is, is that Hezekiah was sat there saying, I've done all the right things. I've done everything right. And this is how God treats me. I'm about to lose my city, and I'm about to die and I've got no heir to the throne. And I know being a Davidic king that God supposedly made a promise to my forefather, David, that my that that our dynasty would last forever. That I would have a son. That we would have a son that would sit on the throne of God forever. And now I'm dying. Yeah, all,
3: all this uh, Jewish um, uh, lineage lasting forever and stuff. Uh, I always get a bit suspect about that. Um, well,
2: you, you can look at it as a dynasty, or you can look at it as being. Uh, I see it as being talking about Christ, but he he Stop obviously. Obviously, yeah, it's about Christ, but obviously uh, Hezekiah was thinking about his dynasty. He had no son, so he was going to die without, uh, with, uh, childless, and that was the end of the of the Davidic dynasty. And he's saying, "Well, you made all these promises, these great big promises, to me, and I'm dying. My city's under siege, and I'm dying. And what's it all about?" And I'll tell you something else. This is another going on another tangent. The book of Job is a parable about Isaiah is it's about unmerited suffering. It's about him losing everything. And his wife turns around to him and says, you've lost everything. Just curse God and die. Right. What What are you defending God for? You've lost everything. Curse God and die. The, the book of Job, I'm saying is a parabolic retelling uh, set in philosophy of the situation in in Hezekiah's time. And I can make the case for that, but that's a whole different story. But the point is, is that what I'm trying to say is Isaiah 53 Meant something to the people at that time, and they betrayed him. His Sanhedrin, his counselors betrayed uh, Hezekiah, and they, in his name, they they stripped the temple and they sent tribute to Sennacherib. And Sennacherib didn't. He he accepted the the tribute, but he didn't turn back. He didn't stop his siege. He he continued his siege, and so the whole thing was a mess. He was betrayed. He was dying. The city was besieged. So, but what I'm saying is, Ariah 53 had meaning to the people back then. And it was a pattern. It was a pattern. Because on the third day, he was raised up. He was given extension of life. He, he was told he would have a son. And he did have a son. And that son was Manasseh. And Manasseh went completely off the rails and br- brought back uh, apostasy and child sacrifice and everything. But That's another story. But the point is, is that these things had historical a historical basis, and they established patterns. And the pattern was: there's this good man. He's 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 taken on the suffering of the nation, as it were, because he's the nation's king. He represents the nation. He's taken on the suffering of the nation. And this is how God has treat, treated him. He's smitten for our, you know, God's treated him like he's been smitten for our sins. He's been bruised for our sins, and then he recovers. And you know and he's given an extension of life on the third day he's raised right and and the enemy's defeated right so so that's that's the pattern right it has a, it has a uh it has an application then it has an application to the messiah and that yeah. that's how scripture works and um yeah. Yeah, that that's how i see it repeat patterns yeah but uh, so
3: i mean the counter to that is um it, it doesn't seem a how to phrase this, it's it's not a, it's not a complex algorithm. And if we, if it's possible to go back and we don't know the providence of these, you know, we don't have them etched in indestructible titanium graphene tablets written, inscribed with laser, um, how do how do we know and how do we know that these people are not just injecting back in when the time is needed to uh, essentially you're aiming for self fulfilling prophecy in this instance and
2: but but the thing is that the reason you know for example the story of Isaiah fifty three the suffering servant is the Jews will say well the suffering servant is the nation of Israel and we've yes. suffered and the reason we've suffered is we we it's through our suffering that the goy are atoned for and redeemed. We're the ones that are smitten, and and because of the bad goy, and we're the ones who redeem the goy. We've gone through the Holocaust. They just take everything and twist it, and they say, but they ignore the original context. It's about Hezekiah that it's you know, and they'll say what, and you can say yeah, well this is what you can do with everything. It's semantics. You can take every story and you can give it a spin and a twist and say well, well they deny about...
1: the fut- they deny about being about Jesus the messiah too uh they yeah, deny not... it ultimately it, about exactly. that
2: exactly so but what they do is they start with the historical and deny that. that's you know uh, you know they deny that and then they yep. go to the to the next thing and say well it's not about Christ either and it's about the nation of Israel and we've suffered the holocaust we're the ones that were smitten we're the ones that were bruised and it, it's so that uh, we can, so that the nations will be redeemed through us but but you look at the nation but, of israel but that's
3: but the um, a lot of christians are saying that, that you know yeah, I, I i know that there's this verse which is bless uh, if you bless israel uh, the lord will bless you i don't know i know many a christian who takes
2: that literally literally um, yeah. So, but they're mistaken now. but then but then the, the, but then the question is who I mean, I mean that sounds stupid but then the question is who is israel because the new covenant was made, and 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 Christ embodies Israel, both the old Israel, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the new Israel, which includes the Gentiles. So the Israel of God is not necessarily the historic Israel. Uh, the spiritual uh, Israel. It's, yeah, we're both
1: it's, spiritual it, Israelites, Paul.
2: It, it's, it's yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not the is the Israel of God. It's different to the Israel that there is. The Israel that they're looking at is Zionist Israel. It's a political entity.
1: Uh, uh, Which I believe by the heartland is Jerusalem. And yeah, God's exactly. judgment will come to the heartlet. Yeah, exactly. By, is, by, yeah. by by the Antichrist. And Jerusalem yeah. will fall within an hour and be literally destroyed off the face of the earth. So again, I don't see how, if the Jews, quote unquote, have set this up throughout millennia. Why would the end be their power structures completely and utterly annihilated as the Antichrist turns against the Jewish people? So the the, the
3: response to that would be is that they've just convinced you that that's the case. And as they roll on and steamroller with uh, ever more accruement of power and... um...
1: But the exposure of the current Zionist Masonic Jesuit world order that we're seeing right now being propagated by Elon Musk on Twitter with the hashtag ban the ADL movement in that increase uh, fervor that's going to drive, quote unquote, Jewish people back to Israel. um, You're witnessing that right now as the world comes against, you know, as as the heartlet is exposed and there is crimes of the world order that need to be exposed and will be laid bare. But the thing is, is the way that's going to be set up is the Antichrist will usher those who are not born again, those who are not signed, sealed, and you know Look, delivered. I, I, you know,
2: I honestly God. think we are being. I on, honestly think we are being game. But the thing is, who takes control of the game in the end? And because they have created this dialectic, uh, and and they don't, no doubt, they do are using the uh, eschatological. Uh, uh-huh. And I've said of that course. all along. They are of course they, use, they, they are using the eschatological eschatology to get their way but the point is, is is who takes control of the game in the end they don't control it all and they won't and they can not but um going back to revelation you uh, what i was trying to say is you you've got to understand the original context and uh, so that when you're looking at the book of revelation you say well is it all past is it all future is it or is it continuous did it did it start I've heard a lot of people doing uh, saying it's continuous it starts in AD 30 and it goes right through to the current time and every event in history is in that no no because it was given for a particular no. reason and it met and it had to meet what did it mean to the people it was given to at the time and then you come to the uh, 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 which is really a crux interpretum for me is that people will say well when was it given what 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 date was the apocalypse Apocalypse given, and that's very important because a, a lot of commentaries will say it was given in AD ninety six. Uh, they re- they do that on uh, on uh, a comment given, I think, by Iranius or Popeas that uh, that John that it it was seen, and they take it that John was seen uh, still then, and he was about ninety nine years old. Uh, when he went to Patmos and received the revelation. So they, they build it on, on the testimony of one of the church fathers, which is not very clear. But they no. say AD 96, around the reign of Domitian, that's when it was given. And the the reason the date is very important is because if it was given in AD 96, most of the first century Christians would have been dead. Right, Revelation would have been meaningless to them because this was this was supposedly the message from Jesus Christ because he'd gone and mm-hmm. and 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 they were facing all this tribulation and all this trouble, you know, and, and 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 there was not a word said, silence. And and they all died and nothing happened. So the question is uh, when was it given? And I say AD ninety six was far too late. The the the, the key date in all this is AD seventy because that was the destruction of the temple. And that was a cataclysmic event in jewish history
4: um, it, it's, completely is, that,
2: is that recorded
3: historically like what recorded uh, um the the sacking of Jerusalem and the yes yeah yeah, yes. yeah, so
1: I mean we can see it today, they don't have control of the temple right now so i mean i guess you could argue they're trying to argue uh that it's not exactly where the dome of the rock is that they're trying to tip is just trying to build it nearby uh but but i mean obviously they don't have control of it now it's common uh history that the temple was destroyed uh, by the roman empire against a grand jewish rebellion um and and, i mean that's common i mean
3: jews causing problems
2: it's, uh, it's... <laughs> there was a, a three-and-a-half-year war which started in 66-and-a-half, roughly. Uh, Josephus, the council war, he was a commander who actually stabbed stabbed his own compatriots in the back and took the Roman side. Oh, he I, chose I know the someone right like that side. today. Yeah. 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 He, <laughs> well, he chose the right side. He chose the right side, didn't he? He survived. Yeah. And then he wrote the history, which is obviously biased, but... Um, he still he still loved his countrymen and his religion and everything but he had to um, obviously be careful what he said because he was writing the history for the Romans and um, and he took the side of the Romans uh, against the Jews and their rebellion. So um, yeah there was a three and a half year Roman war which started in Galilee and then w- worked its way up to Jerusalem and then it destroyed Jerusalem was destroyed, the temple was destroyed and even after that, uh, they went. The Romans went to the last fortress, which was Masada. Uh, I've been you've there. probably heard, yeah, Masada on on the uh, Herod's uh, palace, and uh they the Romans built that. I've been there. I've been there as well. I've seen it. And they built the big ramp going up to the uh top of the mountain, and they um, a, 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 which is by the Dead Sea, and they you know they committed suicide. I think there were nine hundred and sixty. Uh, zealots on uh, on the top of uh, masada they committed suicide rather than um, oh so they say uh,
3: yeah just well it so just looked say. like desert and
2: and yeah. but craggy that, rocks it,
3: to me i was just
2: yeah <laughs> i've been on the top holy top land the, uh, was
3: a letdown put it
2: that way yeah um, yeah yeah i've been i've been, I've been on uh, but but when it went when it had its swimming pool and its aqueduct working and everything else it must have been quite uh lush and on top of the uh even though it's very very hot, people did live there and thrive there. And the Romans, uh, one of the reasons that the siege was so difficult for the Romans is they had to transport their water because you couldn't you can't drink anything from the Dead Sea. So their water had to come from quite a way away to to uh, to to uh, service the Roman encampment. So, um, but the point is, is how how does this the dating of Revelation affect the interpretation of the book, and I'm saying uh, the internal evidence from Revelation itself and from many of the epistles demonstrate that it, it it must have been given before AD seventy. It must have been given before AD seventy. So, and, and I, I show evidence in my uh, in in my uh, uh, commentary that that, that it, you know internal evidence that it was given before 70. And that brings something very interesting to the table because then when you look at I'll give you an example when you look at the seals, you've got the seven seals with people are applying to what's happening now the seven seals and there are actually only six of them because there are six that this the, the scroll is sealed on the, it's, it's sealed on the outside uh the scroll is written both on the inside and the outside it's got six seals on it seven seals on it and when those seals are broken every seal that's broken something happens right an event happens and people have people are familiar with the four horsemen of the apocalypse you know you've got the white horse and the black horse the the red sorry the white horse red horse the black horse the pale horse which is which
1: on the side of that real quick i just want to say Barbara Marx Hubbard, the famous theosophist who her family funded the Bushes. Okay. That's how rich she was and how much of an elitist she was. Okay. She said that the elite are the pale horse riders and they will call one fourth of the population that choose not, choose not to ascend, which would be the Christians. And that everybody else should not worry that their blood is not on their hands, that the elite had to do this out of mercy so that they could ascend to a transhumanist, you know, utopia. Okay. And so I mean we're talking and that's our own interpretation of the revelation that yeah, she yeah. wrote called yeah, alternative I can, I to can that. And so They're quite you mad. Know, yeah, psychopaths. So. And so psychopaths. we're we're seeing that, you know, through um you know the transition of the harlot to the beast, you have the world, you know, uh World Economic Forum. Everybody knows about. It. Everybody knows about Klaus Schwab and the evils of the Great mm-hmm. Reset that represents the current heartless system. You can all see it; it's out there. The evils being laid bare to the world, and people are are becoming, you know, aware to that evil at rates that they never previously were beforehand. The pandemic really kicked something off, yeah, it did. okay? It did. But the problem is, is nobody's looking at what the beast or what the Antichrist has, you know, waiting on the other end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, for example, for the World Economic Forum is the World Future Society, who was founded yeah, yeah, by, yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, founded by Klaus Schwab's literal mentor, Herman Kahn. Okay. And the World Future Society steers all of modern science thinking and talking heads, as well as modern day science fiction, into their version of transhumanism, which will be the B system, where these people literally worship atomic energy. They worship DNA and RNA manipulation. Okay. And they say they're going to use it to better humankind. Okay. Now, granted, You know, you hear the same claptrap coming out of Klaus Schwab, but the difference is, is Klaus Schwab has been set up to be the Bond villain, so that all the issues that we currently have now with the COVID-19 jabs, okay, will fall into him, and then the beast will come along and say, well, we have the secret hidden technology here, and this is what the elites were hiding from you as the White Hats give it to you. So just take the mark, and you can have all these secret technologies and the zero-point energy and... You know all this other stuff, okay? So that's where you get well, the I, world government, the uh, one world government, oh, oh, the one world religion, and so on, so on. Hubbard so. Go,
2: going on about Hubbard. She's a very interesting. Well, she's Jewish, but she's a very interesting character because uh, I, I've got a quote from one of her books in the eighties where she talks about messenger RNA. That's true. And, how, and she how how messenger RNA? What it's the messenger. It will change us. It will transform us. Right. Yeah. Here. So she, she was writing about that in the eighties. So these they these people have had this going for a long time. And not only that, this is another you well, it's not noticed. like they
3: didn't know about Messenger RNA in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> it's not
1: but, that but, but, they did, but she yeah. wrote it as a spiritual component that it will change, change the kind and of conscious mankind. evolution. Yes. Yeah to the It'll great awakening. May, may, the maybe thing, she's
3: yeah. a bit more tuned in to the uh, unfolding hypergalactic multidimensional Superfield, we're part of. I don't
2: know. What's hey? But the other thing is, this is this is the other <laughs> interesting thing. You probably know this. Is, is she had an affair with uh Sachs. Uh, not Saks. Um,
1: uh, Salk. um Jonas, Salk, yes, uh, Jonas Salk. She left Jonas her family. Salk. Literally, yeah. she left her family to have an affair with Jonas Salk and and funded the foundation of the Jonas Salk Institute. And Jonas Salk said Barbara Marks Hubbard did more than he ever did as a creator of the polio vaccine, supposedly, allegedly. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. did more to advance his cause than That's anyone right. ever did in history. And she literally I got a video that would discuss you, Kevin where she's like, I don't believe in a nuclear family. This woman left her nuclear family, okay to have an affair family. with Jonas Salk All right, The inventor and of she, the polio vaccine. Yes, so exactly. Cool. It's crazy well,
3: Let me, let me, I just want to see if uh... I want a
2: picture of and, Jonas and Maybe, so maybe, maybe he's
3: some sort of Adonis so oh, no,
2: he's not. And <laughs> no! fellow Jew, fellow Jew, and he, he he wrote a book. Salk wrote a book about uh, uh, I, I can see the K 26 R
3: bleeding through. he? Din-
2: wrote Salk wrote a book about eugenics and how uh, you know how basically how we should weed out all the weak and you know the, that's the, true. The, yes, which are basically the guys. <laughs> anyway, you can't make this stuff up. These people have been in charge of injecting us with. Well, what, what have they been injecting us with? Oh, well, we must be dumb.
3: Well, um, turns out, monkey products. And um...
2: yeah, well, we must be stupid.
3: Mm.
2: This is the this is the deception that's been going on for over hundred years. How slow are we? Maybe they're right. Maybe we are dimwitted. Uh, I, we and I'll deserve. say, and I'll
1: and I'll and I'll add to that, Paul. And a question I want to throw back at you, Kevin. And, and I want to get honestly get your take on this. Is let's say this is something that I do, you know, think it's a thought experiment. Ask fellow, uh, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. This, let's say that um, Adam Green and Albert Bashir are right for a moment. Let's just say in the fact that we have been hoodwinked by the elite, whether the Jewish elite or the Roman Catholic elite, that Jesus was a myth. Okay, Mm. and they have all this power and all this control of the world. Okay, and they have all this technology. They probably, I would assume, have advanced technology of some mm, capacity. Yeah, correct? yeah, yeah. Or technology yeah. that we are unaware of. Okay. Yeah. I so, agree. okay. First of all, you know, how is there any way that we could ever contend? Like, it's like if we're gonna put, like, you know, in Jeremiah. You know, God says who puts your faith, you know, whoever puts their faith in man is cursed. Right. Like if you if you, you know, like how instead of putting your faith in God and Jesus, which Jesus Christ is the only hope that any of us could ever have because he is the Messiah. He is the only way, the truth in life. OK, so outside of Jesus Christ, you know, and God's judgment coming against the harlot and then later coming against the Antichrist and the beast. OK, if they have all of this then how do we stand any chance at all if it is all just a ruse and overthrowing them and then again my answer always to that is well then well then what's the answer and the answer they give and i want to get your opinion on this and this is a follow-up question to that is well there will just be a great mass awakening of this con to the entire world and they'll throw off the, the shackles of their masters. And then there'll be a utopia of some sort. OK, which fine. I understand that. But my question is, is you sound exactly like Barbara Marx Hubbard and theosophists and the rest of the people, too, by using that train of logic as well. So, again, without Christ, there is no hope. So I mean, that's my you know, that's a question I've never had anybody really give me an answer to. In that, if they are all this powerful to hoodwink the entire civilization of the planet for 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 millennia, how right, is but, there? No, any... I, I certainly don't think
3: uh-huh. that um, mm-hmm. how should we say unassailable. And so, I would just relay from my own personal experience that what you're describing to me. I was very much inculcated in because of where I grew up, which is Europe. Um, and then, for better or worse, if I'm thinking it's a curse more than anything, I was allowed to travel um, right. Well, well, I haven't seen much of the, I've seen none of the southern hemisphere to tell the truth, but um, I was allowed to travel um, across d- and very unique places, I think. So, um, I went from Britain, which was you know, Church of England, um, doesn't mean milk toast, tea and biscuits, religion doesn't amount to much beyond, um, if you want a symbolic wedding, um, or funeral. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: the I then had a chance to be in. Europe, I, and and of course I had family in Italy, but I, I was in France, I saw, I've been around and through Notre Dame, and um, I've seen all the, um, how should we say, the European icons of what are essentially the Catholic faith, um, including, uh, you know, people talk about Notre Dame, et cetera, but uh, Stephansplatz is particularly striking cathedral even where i grew up um if you want to look uh, a city called peterborough in the uk has a dominating cathedral in it so i've i've seen this element i've seen how it's been baked into the history the culture and then again you know through luck or curse i Lived in Israel. I got to see up close um, where the, where all the... Uh, the well, what's all this fuss about, right? I've walked the streets of Jerusalem. I've walked through all the different quarters. Uh, I've interacted with Muslims at the Dome of the Rock. I've interacted with Jews at the Wailing Wall and Christians in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. And I can... And then I was given the chance... I'll say god's god's hand in this to live outside of that um cultural milieu and it took a while for me to realize that not everyone sees the world through the through these lenses and this and yet i see people who are for want of a better expression devout highly attuned to the spiritual and they don't need uh, they, they've they've reached a level of attainment and sophistication that i would uh, ascribe to the best of western philosophical thinking etc and i don't think you can detract western philosophical thinking from um, the uh, the the religious um, interaction and the the push and pull that that dialectic has had and you know the, what led to the creation of the cathedrals etc and our um, I, I don't know the culmination in uh, it's the Enlightenment God's hand I'd like to think so um, the uh, the establishment of individual sovereignty in front of god yeah i yeah i see that in the east less so in japan particularly but Korea well, japan
1: it was kept the gospel was kept out very strongly
2: mm. yeah. <laughs> um the um... my answer to that is the same as it as it always yeah, but, was okay so <coughs> let, let, let me just I, I would just add this
3: um these people um my family are um destined for hellfire because they haven't taken up this you know whichever way you you paint it has a jewish flavor to it and in, 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 in from my perspective i see and appreciate all of it. And I try to, um, and, and I'm at the age now where I tried to, I try to take the best that each has to offer and move myself forward in that respect. And so, like I say, I've I gave the example in these evolving discussions that we've had that when I was younger, um, you know, as I was training to be a scientist and it was sport for me to find, the faithful and poke at them and you know <laughs> just be an asshole that and you know and think that i was achieving some um great moral and scientific victory in in picking <clears throat> apart um people's uh faith by tr- trying to make them apply scientific principles where you, you th- these aren't scientific topics right and it's it's when you get to the level of maturity that you realize that oh there are all these different domains they can cross over a little bit but you know they they each bring beauty in their own respect and it's better to sort of zoom out and um see the i don't know what what are those what are those things called tapestry not tapestry, but you see those Tibetan monks and their mandalas, is it? Something like that. And they're just making the lit, very, very precision. are you talking about
1: with the beads. Sand. The it's sand, like yeah.
3: grains of sand that they're putting yeah. down and then they they build them out and they're incredibly ornate and intricate and then they just come along and brush them aside and start again in, in yeah. the, this and there's this lesson of you you build up this um i don't know pattern i guess for to
2: be which is what is about to happen to society but i'll i'll say so so
3: let's let's keep let's try and maintain some abstraction here so we can encompass a little bit well i i
1: I would say Paul, let me say one quick thing, real quick, just to yeah. Kevin on that. I know I, I was trying. I was
3: actually trying to answer your question, and I've just gone off on the tangent. I'm sorry, John.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, no, but I, well, on that, real quick, an aside mm-hmm. on that is: is um, uh, unless you're born again, yes, your final judgment is the outer darkness. Mm-hmm. I love you, which is why I'm saying this, Kevin, and I would say that to anyone. And it was my, uh, going to be my judgment, you know, until uh, you know, I accepted Jesus Christ as the Messiah and as the only way. Uh, right, I've, I've, I've
3: seen s- all that and experienced it and and I'll, again I'll say this right in the darkest moments what I saw that came to me and th- and I had to know it was Jesus was he was on a cross otherwise I w- it would have just been another being of light and I, I wouldn't have known it different from anything. Else. Yes big boy. Um, Daddy will do it after daddy's finished speaking. He's working right now. Okay.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> I, I know. I repeat the the same thing again and again. But may, but I think it's worth saying is that um, there is no civilization or no people on Earth uh, that is not fundamentally flawed. We're all flawed, and they may different cultures have developed different systems to um, to cope with the existence and to explain, uh, you know, to, to cope with the existential angst, you could say. Mm. So we have different different systems developed, and the East has one of transcendence, mm. and they do understand something of the cyclic, cyclical nature of destruction and catastrophe and renewal, which you see reflected in their religion with mm. reincarnation and things like that. But at the end of the day, for all the... Um, Religious impulses. We're all human beings, and we're all flawed. And you know, you could look at the Japanese. What they every religion, every false religion. Yeah, but you're you're saying
3: it's false, but in in because
2: human nature is unreformable. Okay,
3: so let me let's. I wanna I wanna pull out for the into the abstract again. Try and bring some neuroscience to play. Okay, so. There are states, conscious states, right, that you will move through. That um, are required, and it ties into your physiology. And the simplest example I can give is Maslow. That's what that's the commonality that I see. And again, it'll come down to where where your particular lineage. Has come from has evolved that's a genetic
1: fallacy that's how how is it a genetic fallacy because you're saying that the truth exists like the only reason why i'm a christian is because i was born in the united states of america was raised in a christian household therefore that is the you know like that that that's the reason why i've came to the conclusion that it was the truth but i rejected it for many years myself um the truth doesn't isn't isn't listed from wherever a person is is born Wait, from, second. or wherever they they come from. Uh, um, hold the hold the floor, Okay,
3: uh, Alex. I, 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 I... did you call me? What's the matter?
4: Did what? Okay,
3: okay. So, boys told you daddy's working. I don't want to hear stuff about Roblox right now. Play nicely, both Sh- of you.
1: Shogging... Text... Text two.
3: Yeah, and William. No snitching. You are snitching. Needs your brother. Knock it off. Close the door, Daddy's working. Well report other people. Don't snitch on your brother. Close
1: the door uh, sorry um it's I, I have kids I understand uh, <laughs> right.
3: um you were saying about genetic fallacy yeah
1: um, I mean you're making a logical fallacy for you know arguing from genetics at that point that um you know that the, and you can even make the argument too that um and all religions contradict you you know there's only you Know, but I haven't found another religion. If someone could please show it to me, please. But as a new ager, I know a lot of them, I don't know all of them, but I've seen a lot of them. I know a lot of them. Yeah, so I, and... I, would, I would say this, right? That so, as
3: a distribution, statistical distribution, your genetic lineage will play into your again, this psychological development. Let's think about. But that's instance. a genetic,
1: that's a genetic fallacy <laughs> again. No, like no, no, it... no.
3: But uh, no, but in in this instance, it's possible for you to reach that state, and in your in those self-actualized moments, you might that you could decide, oh, this particular faith fits my worldview better, and so it's not it doesn't de- mean it's, it's not truth, 100% though. deterministic so you can see people will change faith from one to the other i know muslims that have become christians i know christians that have become muslims i don't know anyone personally who's converted to judaism but i know plenty of um jews um and there are many a um I can't say I know really know Buddhists and Shintoists that well. Just what I see around me, but I see I, I see a commonality emerge, and the like trying to trying to apply. So let's take your your example of it, it's genes would be a logical fallacy. Well. Someone... Well, it's
1: origin it's origin from that standpoint um but yes you know it's they say genetic fallacy but it's its origin you know i am caucasian you know raised in america therefore you know my religious belief is christianity because it's the dominant, dominant belief in in america um you know which again you know isn't the truth is the truth it doesn't matter you know um you know whether i was born in Um, North Korea or whether I was born in America, the the truth is the truth. Now, I believe that Christianity, you know, God, the father, Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit, you know, that's in the Holy Bible. That is the objective truth of the universe. God is the objective truth of the universe. So it doesn't matter whether, you know, like you're saying the reason why you're Christian is because you were born in America. The reason why I was you were saying yourself, the reason why I was built you know, or, you know, taught, you know, from an early age, even yourself being from, you know, uh, Great Britain is is because of where I was. And that is a it Christian inculcated
3: in me, even that look, my my father. But was, that's a genetic
1: fallacy, though.
3: But it, it's still it. There's still the cultural aspect and the I know
1: that does exist, but it doesn't mean whether it's the truth or not.
3: Well, so so the the question I, I would try and put it in terms of so this is uh, uh, again I don't know how much you've heard mine and Paul's conversation.
1: I've but, heard them. I've heard a lot of them. I okay. listened to you a lot, okay. Kevin. So okay. so
3: um, if if as an intellectual exercise, we take this premise that the, there is this cyclical component to existence. Uh, and on this planet, mm. and Paul's argument um, or premise, which I tend to agree with, I think that there's a preponderance of evidence which says that there are cataclysms that occur on a regular basis. I and agree with that. At a when thinking about what that means, in again, if you abstract it out in scientific language that would be called a boundary condition of your knowledge state okay Uh, and we don't have to get into what knowledge is and what consciousness is etc and the the reductive well well,
1: we already got those basic parameters put there (laughs) between all three of us but go ahead
3: and so i i would i would proffer this um conjecture, which is that all across this planet, it doesn't matter where you've grown up, where your genetic lineage is from, which ecological niche that you fill on the planet, there's going to be some archetypical memory of these events. And depending on how well we cope with that phase transition from one state to the other will depend on um, the emergent behavior once you cross over and how you begin to reorganize and build the complexity that we see around human cultures. Now, the question becomes, which, which information conduit becomes the best or most successful in passing that boundary condition. And it may just be that we have to live on a planet of these this, this complex fabric of what appear to be um, programs designed as Paul said for answering the existential and and beyond that I can't I, I don't feel that I can be a judge in terms of something that well would be uh, again I, I, choose your poison boloid sunburst whatever right um uh mass injecting people with um prion right i it, can it doesn't can
2: I, can I can i just say this now i don't know whether it's cause and effect or whether one leads to the other but every time we we see, we from from misology hold that for from- please
1: You know, um, one thing I I do want to say, I guess when Kevin gets back, is is Abraham Maslow was one of the early members before he died of the World Future Society and a good friend, dear friend of Barbara Marx Hubbard. So, I mean,
2: all right. Okay.
1: uh, But I I mean,
2: being context, yeah.
1: Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit with self actualization from a scientific standpoint, which, you know, I mean, I, 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 I myself have a logical mind. I myself, um, you know, enjoy science. I teach uh, creation or science and biology at, you know, at, at the school uh, that I teach at. Um, and, um, you know, I, I'm not against science. I'm just against science so falsely called, uh, mm-hmm. which is a lot of modern day uh, science and previously beforehand uh, was it was quote unquote science or knowledge in the mystical realms whether it was alchemy or whether it was kabbalah alchemy, that yeah. we know is um, forbidden by god because it ends up you trying to insert your will uh, to make uh, manipulate god's creation around you instead of just relying on god which is ultimately what we are supposed to do um, which yeah. i i think you would agree with me on that paul that oh yeah yeah
2: of, yeah of course it's, it's a lot of what witchcraft a- is it becomes a religion in itself, doesn't it? Scientism, yes. Uh, and the priests are the experts, and that's where we've we've moved to. We've moved to that right now. Um, but but I would I, I I'll say it again, and I don't know, Kev has maybe skipped this, but um, yeah, I, I, I was saying that um, you, what, what the myths I, I and apologize. the stories. No, that's all right. What the myths and the stories and the history all tell us is. Is that when we reach these c- catastrophic conditions just beforehand, society degenerates? Now, you could say that's maybe cause and effect if these things are sick, and they, they repeat patterns, but uh, there, there may be a natural explanation for that as well. Because if there's more incoming radiation and there's people are becoming sick and everything else, and this, there, there may be certain people that know this is happening and. They're using this to their advantage, to leverage it. Um, And yes, they are boundary conditions. But that still doesn't take away from the fact that, like I say, religion is meant to answer existential questions. What is the meaning of life? Why are we here? Mm -hmm. What is existence? And the point is, is that the only religion, I'll repeat it again, the only religion that says that man cannot save himself, that Mm -hmm. that we are fundamentally flawed, is Christianity every other yep. religion? says
1: yeah, but, You can do it uh, yourself. All other religions contradict and, the Christianity. And, and not just, yeah, so not, so not why just,
3: why? But is just, is that a um, critical factor in getting through the boundary condition and re-establishing and um, building towards um, again civilization and yep, the, it's, the it's knowing not, of God? Because if you go, if you have such a cataclysmic event, essentially what would happen is that you. you, you you would see millennia of savagery as whatever was left exactly w- would be f- shunted into basically the lower ends of the w- what we consider maslow's needs which yeah. is you, you've got Who was it. a
1: world future society member is late and friends of our mark hubbard i said that a lot uh, i have I have, no
3: that. Doubt, <laughs> I have no <laughs> so doubt bro i just <laughs> want to
1: make that know that yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on the uh beast system side uh so
3: but it's it's not. It's, we we can look at all data points and say, okay, um, just because Hubbard has spoken about mRNA doesn't intrinsically make mRNA an uh, uh, evil thing. We've all got
1: mRNA. No, no, it's not. It's it, it's a part of us. Mm. I'm not. It's part of the creator's design. I'm not saying it is, mm. but the way that they worship it. And the way that they um are are going to use it to harm the population, um, is what they've done, um, and what they will do, and even if it comes at a cost, let's say all of a sudden they flip a switch and they use it to heal you, but you just have to take the mark, mm-hmm. you just have to ally yourself with Satan to be able to live forever, uh, which you won't. But that's what the but, but but
2: you. but what, uh, just just going back to my point again because it really needs to be understood. I said. I've said it a few times now that Christianity is the only religion mm-hmm. where, which says you can't save yourself, and it's not just religions that do that. It's not just the Muslim religion or the Jewish religion or Eastern religions that basically say you can't. Well, transcend- I'm going.
3: I'm going to take an. I'm going to take an issue oh, there science. because that there, there there, there's, yeah, there's baked the trans- in. The there's the there's
2: baked in Christianity. There's baked in
3: Christianity, though, Paul, that you have to um, adhere to. A set of doctrines you can't you can't just do whatever you want do as thou wilt to be a christian right so
2: no it, you, each one but, but so it's prescriptive of, it's prescriptive no, like the, the, the others the, no it isn't the core it isn't what i do that's going to save me
1: no you surrender to god you, it's not what faith, i do
2: full of brownie points and say i've been a good boy and i've done that i went to church every sunday and I gave a tithe every Sunday and I went to church and I read my Bible and I haven't, I haven't tortured any puppy dogs. And you know, therefore it, no, it doesn't work. Christianity doesn't work like that. And that's, that's, it's so inbred into human nature that even these transhumanists believe they can save themselves. They can transform their own nature. It, it's not necessarily a religious impulse. It's an impulse in human nature that we can do it by ourselves. We can do it on our own whether it's through science, whether it's through religion. It That's doesn't true. matter whether it's
1: magic. Alchemy, magic.
2: We can do it, it ourselves. We have the technology. We can do it ourselves. We don't need God. We can do it ourselves. Uh, we're not flawed. And if we are flawed, well, they just change the rules. And uh, that was a lie uh, that Satan told Eve in
1: the garden. Uh, I'm, I'm, in I'm, the not sure,
2: I'm
1: not sure. I'm not sure about
3: this um, idea that only Christianity teaches that we're, we're flawed. I'm afraid. I think, I think that's sort of baked into, once, no, once you start answering the existential.
2: Christianity teaches that you can't save yourself. And that's something yes. that's very hard. You're flawed and you can't
1: accept. save yourself.
2: Well, it's very hard for people to accept, whether they're religious or not religious. It's very hard for people to accept because you often hear, well, why did God do this to him? He was a good man. He was a good person. He did this and this, and look, look how he suffered and died. Look, yeah. And the thing is that people don't understand that that it, it's not just that we're flawed, but we can't save ourselves. But, but what you're that's,
3: saying sounds very similar to um, Islam's: you, you, "You are but a slave to Allah." That's that's what Islam. But they
1: believe they're saved by their good deeds, though. That no, their good yeah, their deeds they do. are weighed. No. No. yes they do yeah. their deeds are weighed upon us. I have a, I have... you, you
3: but you you wage uh, you try to um, improve your deen, I would say but th- there's there's the same um, metaphysics there that there will be suffering and it's incumbent upon you to yep. surrender yep. to God
1: but there's a carnality it's not this it's not that they surrender and they don't even believe Jesus Christ is the Messiah but it's not that you in in Islam that you 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 surrender and through your faith that you're saved. They believe someone who is who does not uh, believe in Allah or someone who you know um, does not follow uh, the words of the Prophet Muhammad. That in, in, at the end of your life, that your deeds will be weighed upon a scale. And if you have in in in, in there's an equal there's a system I don't remember exactly how many it is where, you know, this many good deeds outweigh you know like like one good deed is like five bad deeds or something okay, and then if you have enough ge- good deeds you know that outweigh the bad deeds, let's say you're a lawful person okay in Islam okay, you go to paradise. So again, that in and of itself is a works based religion we're in christianity again but but the works
3: the workspace is there in in christianity for you you to no it's uh, not no it's not not. how is it not when you're because uh, it's
1: something it's not what saves you it's what is a proof that you are saved
3: but you so how do you demonstrate your proof
1: how you demonstrate a proof that you're saved Hmm. paul what do you believe as far as jesus christ is concerned
2: I believe that he's the son of God and the savior. And I say what his, his uh, instructions are that we must be baptized and we must believe. And you, you, you you're going to, the what, argument. I mean, we're believe getting what? off the sub, we're getting, off the the Messiah. yeah, we're getting off the subject now, uh, which was revelation, but, but, but you, I mean, it's testing you're the spirit. Going, you're, up, going into, say... you're going into James, which James says, you show me your faith and I'll show you my works. Yeah. All right, you show me, you show me your faith. And is, show you is, it, is it not in James where
3: they say, "In my house is many rooms"? And um... no, that's okay. in
2: John's Gospel. There's many rooms. No, <laughs> but but what but we're I'd, saying like say, is, uh, is how the... you
1: could tell someone's in the faith the... is by asking them what they believe. That's called testing the spirit. Yes, I believe. So I, I would. I, would I, believe in, I believe Christ in. I believe in
3: God. I believe in God. I believe that all of this is His creation, and there's there's no easy answer. In this because but you don't believe jesus christ is the messiah i don't I, mean, I don't know i don't know what jesus is that's do you, do you know that's...
2: what do you know what the, the core of christianity is is they'll tell is is putting on a good conscience towards god which means putting yourself in a correct relationship that okay. that's what christianity is and what look this is very funny really because it's about identity politics we're living in the era of identity po- politics. If I say I'm a woman, I'm a woman. You have to believe me. But, but the point is, is that with Christianity, is what what it's saying is you become a new person because you are in Christ. So you're taking on a new identity. And that identity has been provided by God because God has said, look, I've created a new man who was obedient in all things. And therefore, even though you screw up, if you identify with him and try and live the according to the spirit then you are forgiven and yeah I, now a, I, i'm, I'm now seeing
3: semantics a... around the same the same um end goal though which is to accept that you're a, a, a part of a, a bigger i don't know what 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 to call but you have to believe jesus christ
1: the... is the messiah though that's the good well, i can exactly. believe
3: he's a, he's a messiah and i believe that he, that that's that seems baked into where I came from, and yeah. but here but it's not but here it's it doesn't it's just not a thing, and yet I still see people operating at a you know i I can recognize savagery I can recognize people mm. who are being well uh, that's a debate altruistic. Of
1: people- well, I I, I'm not. I'm not a Calvinist. I don't believe in total depravity. So I believe that since we are created in God's image, that we have ontological. We have the ability to do ontological good. But that doesn't yeah. save us. Just because I someone's agree. a moral person and they're not as depraved as agree. they possibly I can agree. be doesn't yeah, mean I they're agree. saved.
2: Mm. I agree. I agree. Well, I don't think we. Uh, there's what in...
3: well, from the scientific perspective. Um, uh, all of all of this is sort of shuffling deck chairs on the Titanic. As we wait for the the reset switch, and I, I like to say I don't want I would never sit here and say to someone you're wrong to believe Christ is the Messiah. I find great comfort in that. I have my children learn Bible studies, etc. But I I recognise that there's a much bigger world not everything is in our books and there has to be some experiential component to to your existence otherwise you just become an automaton
1: well i mean i don't i don't think intellectual faith saves kevin you have to also have the experience of being born again uh for it to occur there are people who are intellectually Uh, you know, uh, you know, Bart Bart, I can't pronounce his name, uh, Bart Ehrman, the famous New Testament scholar who was unborn again. This this
3: is why I said, like my my personal experience, right? For for me was in times, or in a time when I had great questions, and I was, you could essentially say, in a state of prayer. What came to me, and and not just in, you know. In, in in literal sort of high detailed holographic, um, m- flowing with energy, I was given the image of Christ on the cross. Now, I I get that I'm glad to have had that experience. It's it's dictated how I've gone through my life, but I I cannot help but recognise the complex tapestry of this planet and i would put dollars to donuts in the same situation when someone is in that need right because i think god speaks to us all it's going to be in something that you recognize because if the if the sim if the symbolic and semantic meaning is is too outside your own experiential domain you don't know, you don't know who's talking to you, but or there've been people,
1: but there've been people where missionaries have gone off to far off tribes and G- and there have been people within those tribes who have earnestly reached, earnestly reached out to God because God knows who calls upon him earnestly. Hmm. And they've gone to those far out tribes and those far out tribes, you know, some of the people within them, uh, have talked to Jesus were born again. Okay. And they've never actually heard the gospel directly, uh, you know, yes, as, this you know, is, as far this as is why I think that there's this, them, this. But this. Jesus came, but they, but that's not a part of their culture. You yes, know. So so,
3: they, so, so I, this is this is where we. So let's. I want to try and keep it sort of concretized, so people who are not in the faith understand that there could be some objective um, state that the brain and consciousness can sometimes reach into. I think you're always connected to it. Just sometimes it's a, sometimes you really get a good signal, and a lot of the time you're twiddling the dial all the time to try to hear hear what's going on or, or pers- receive the information. in 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 those states as as we've be- begun to tease them apart, and this is a lot of this is coming from the psychedelic neuroscience people are reporting in trying to think of a so there's a there's a principle where you would um, you would fix one variable right and it may be a something that oscillates all the time but you will you will go in and I don't know feed a a, a set voltage in and then watch mm-hmm. how the rest of a, a complex system changes and moves to that input of a fixed signal where normally it's changing dynamically mm-hmm. okay now in in that if there's a if there's an objective sy- or, or, or a reproducible system you'll doesn't matter where you do that test you'll you'll see the same emergent phenomenon okay and in in that it, it's in that description of that emergent phenomenon that i think the uh, the cultural differences begin to begin to crystallize out and we we have to then try to decipher them and this is where you get into very um it's it's a complex domain because it, it's um it's it's symbolic how does the brain interpret symbolic meaning and f- from the most basic aspect is just what what does your brain see when you see a symbol the letter a okay the letter a you know is to to some people on one side of the planet means okay that's the start of the alphabet it can have Geometria associated with it etc cetera, etc cetera. go far enough away on the other towards that antipode um it that, that's not going to mean much okay the letter a and the the numbers that come with it they develop a different system but i i i think that they're looking at the same deeper layer of reality fabric that we emerge from now again i i don't have a hundred um, percent heuristic that works at, at, at these complex states. I can I can see some of the tools that you need for it: consciousness, a brain that can hold conscious processing, um, a all the stuff you need to maintain a brain so you know there's all the physiology and the meat sack you've got to wrap around it and that meat sack is part of a continuum that stretches back millennia more than millennia and projects into the future and again you're going to get into very very complex talks about what's what a tense a state is in terms of the complexity of the universe and uh, every time you so uh, i'll try and think of a complex uh, uh, something that maybe people will understand so we have we'll have a process deep learning it's all a buzzword right
1: logically look at things carnality but intuitively look at things metaphysically and in doing so sometimes we get lost in the weeds does that make any sense of what i'm saying yeah,
3: and this is why I think you need a um, sophisticated toolbox, depending upon the problem that you're uh, approaching. And, I and would... so,
2: and so I go back to Revelation, which uses imagery and symbols, and patterns and repeat patterns. Right, which and this, is, this which, is how the Bible works. Which
3: works for one particular set, and the set meaning. a a population where if you want to divide that you can start dividing that up and you can be reductive about it and say essentially it's infinite in terms of the reductive elements but I
2: I think I think this is something that uh, all humans share I think we are very good at pattern recognition in nature Mm -hmm. in mathematics in, 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 in symbology and I think this is this is why um the book of Revelation uses imagery and repeat imagery and repeat allusions and patterns all through the Bible, um, because it builds this intertextual woof and weave uh, that, that, that just enlarges and expands the picture. Uh, and and this is what we miss a lot of the time. And that's why I started with the, uh, I started with this well, scroll.
3: You, you have to be, uh, again, you need nuance. In this discussion, right? Because you're gonna I don't know, let's call it the the Green Paradox after Adam Adam Green. Okay, That um you want to you you want to describe
2: essentially the which is man saying we can do this on our own, we can illuminate ourselves we can become gods ourselves we can, but I, we, I, I, we see, can I, I see i see how
3: that we would can, manifest i get i get what you're saying but i yeah well, but post, what they're saying post post, can post avoid, the transition avoid,
2: post yeah, the we transition can avoid, we can avoid this we can avoid this catastrophe we know what's coming and we can avoid it if we have the right technology and if we do this that and the other we can avoid that's what,
1: literally what barbara Marks hubbard says literally and her interpretation of yeah. revelation that's literally what she says. Well, there, well there, there, there may
3: be some there may be some truth to that. Now yeah, look, I, I we don't know. Yeah that.
1: the, <laughs> that's the yeah, simple yeah. answer. I, I mean I I mean according to the Bible it ain't gonna work. I mean and I know some people could say that's a simplistic answer but we're definitely going we're we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna see we're gonna see um, and again, I guess the book in the you know the question I have, which will go back towards the Revelation, Kevin, is if they have all of this advanced technology, and they're able to do the things like how like how are they going to fool the world in the end times that the end times were fake, and doing the things that are talking about in Revelation that they had the ability to turn you know a, a good amount of the sea into blood. Or to do a pole shift where the stars spin in the sky, like if they're able to do all these things,
3: okay? But and and yeah, so on and well, so they're, forth. They're and in so in my
2: in my view, they are getting ready for this. They are, they are diver- They have. I have no doubt that,
3: about that. Yeah.
2: They they have they are they want a one world religion which will replace Christianity and replace which will please everybody, and it's probably it will probably. Uh, this one-world religion, New ages and whatever, will come under the under the umbrella of the Noahide laws because they there will be a hierarchy, and the Noahide laws will be somewhere on top, and then there will be some sort of New Age, Kumbaya, uh, and and and, and you probably you'll probably be allowed to be Christian as long as it fits into what they define as being a Christian, uh, and and so they they want this one-world religion, and they want to reduce population. And they want to be able to track and trace everything, and they want to impose this virtual reality on everyone. So well, they have—they know something's coming, in my view, and they're planning for it. They have made preparations, uh, and I do believe they've got technology that we're not even aware of. Uh, and so, yeah, this—this this is all there. It's all—it's all ready for this next change. And I think the reaction—I think the revelation given in Scripture was a reaction to what happened in the previous cycle and it, this it keeps raging its which head. is why I, that... I would try
3: that perhaps in christianity that and like you're saying that there's a symbolic representation baked into it that comes via that conduit that is useful as we approach the boundary condition
1: but kevin if we if we approach revelation though and the events that, that are occurring again like i again I ask this question you know if they have the technology to be able to do what god is going to do to the world mm. and god does not exist and the whole entire thing was a ruse then my question again is is you know it's not. It doesn't. I don't,
3: I don't, I, I don't think they have. The, well, I don't know. I've been hearing about this no. neutrino thing down in Antarctica. I'm
1: just saying, because like, no. I don't believe in extraterrestrial aliens. So that's not going to work unless you believe the world elites work with extraterrestrial aliens like the New Age of David I. And there you go. You know, I'm just saying, like, if we're going to like, you know, they've written themselves into a corner if it's not true, because how are they going to do the events of Revelation?
3: But the, the events know, happen it- anyway, right? It It's it's like the turning of the season, right? Whatever it is, whether it's us pa- passing through the Perseid <clears throat> meteor shower and there being something in there that we can't see. It's, you know, it's uh, pl- I don't want to say planet killing but planet-altering bolide, and it doesn't have but to be But if they're that
1: powerful thing. enough to put themselves on top so that they come after this... Yeah, but that might they just they be a not, consequence
3: they, of them being able look, to accrue information across it, generations. No, I, I
1: understand that, but I'm saying if they're able to do that, if they're that powerful...
2: They aren't. That's just it.
3: Yeah, I don't think they
1: are. I don't believe they are. I
2: don't believe they are at all. They're going to try. What I'm saying is, they're going to try and leverage it. They're going to try and control it. And they're going to try and do what they always do: is control the narrative. And they're going to try and offer explanations and offer um, alternatives. And they're going. Oh yeah, welcome, welcome
3: to being human, bro. (laughs)
1: There there are going to be alternatives. They're going to. Yeah, and God, and God ultimately. Is it control, and ultimately, this happens because God gives the world a grand illusion, which leads to the great apostasy. Because they've already hardened themselves, their hearts against God in mass, and now you know God is long suffering. It's been two thousand years, almost roughly. We're getting to that point.
2: We're in the post-truth era. We're in the what was sacrificed on the cross, and so
1: we're all you know we're almost up to two thousand years, roughly twenty thirty three, I think. So if that's the case. Then, you know, God has been long suffering to give us this amount of time for people to come to repentance. You know, mm-hmm. God yeah. wishes for none to perish, but for all to come to eternal life. But the yeah. tribulation, the events of revelation, the terrible day of the Lord is God's vengeance against a wicked populace. And that includes the elite because they will be destroyed. Okay. The Antichrist destroys the heartlet and we're Captain supposed to destroyed Captain Phoenix said take questions you know, from the chat. Oh, hang the on. I, I, I've, I've been told destroyed.
3: to take questions from the chat. Hang on. Sure. I, I, sorry to interrupt you, but um, I, I also, I, I've i got to be conscious of everyone's time. What question? Uh, all the religions could be said to be made for the slave. Um, Okay, you don't prove you are saved. There are those in the end that will call on Jesus and say, Master, he will say, I never knew you. Or, mm-hmm, uh, I say Jesus all the time, every time.
1: <laughs> but we are supposed to test the spirit of whether or not someone has the Holy Spirit in them. Or well, in every the time energy. I uh,
3: crack my thumb with a fa- hammer, I'm testing the spirit then, and I called <laughs> on Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! But uh, that would be blasphemy in some eyes. Let's see. It's in James where it says, and not by faith alone. Um, Okay, I don't know what that means. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look for the question. If you follow the way of Christ, your works will naturally follow. You can tell them by their fruits um Mm -hmm. i'm a big believer in by their fruits you can tell them uh, well this
2: is it you can't say to be but this is the point but it's not i don't believe that's just a
3: christian thing
2: though. yeah but you're not you're not resting on works but the point is is if the fruit is rotten then then how can you profess to have faith if the the fruit's rotten it's obviously a contradiction but i wanted to i really wanted to go into explaining a little bit about the book of revelation and how it should be approached and Okay, so here's have... here's the question that yeah. both of you can answer.
3: Okay? okay. The Jesus on the cross stuff is creepy. Why do we have to wear such a negative item all the time?
1: I mean, I wouldn't wear Jesus Christ on the cross. only the Catholics do that. Um, I, I I do um, I do have a cross hanging uh, from my van and I would wear a cross necklace. As a reminder of, of, of Jesus's sacrifice as, you know, the perfect sinless sacrifice bearing, you know, uh, the weight of, of the sin of the world. Um, you know, I, I would, you know, wear that, but I wouldn't wear the cross with Jesus on it because, you know, that's very much Catholic mocking where you have an emaciated, powerless Jesus Christ up there on the cross as an icon. Uh, you know where I think it's more poetic to wear the cross without Jesus on it because He overcame death. He was resurrected. He's you know He's only you know He's the, no, no other. There's no one has been able to do it, and He is the Son of God. You know, and so, so that,
3: that that makes sense. Then you don't you don't have. Well, I, to have I, the, I I
2: I don't wear any jewelry, but if I if I had to choose, it wouldn't be a cross. It would be a fish a fish was that's a, fine a too quote, yeah. i mean i wear and, a uh, ring
1: with, i wear a ring with the crown of thorns on it that has you know yeah. a bible verse from galatians yeah. you know so again it's just it's just the christ on the you're, cross uh, like you're just engaging slippery. in uh idolatry
3: she should be like me look don't have anything can't afford anything i don't worship so. <laughs> this ring
1: kevin <laughs> i don't i'm pure the ground, as the, the day i was born.
2: The Crown of Thorns is a, is a good story actually because um, when when uh, he, when uh, the Roman soldiers fought with extreme valor and Julius Caesar did it, he um w- w- what they would do then is Julius Caesar actually was in a battle and he was his men were surrounded and he he fought his way free, and his men were so impressed with his personal valor that they took the um, that what they do is they take the leaves and they grass and whatever's growing in the area and they played a crown and they crowned him in the field and uh that's why you see him with this these these leaves around his head julius caesar and it's called that it's called it's 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 a crown right and he, he, even his enemies had to applaud caesar when he wore it in the senate so when he'd go into the when he'd go into the senate room and, and uh, in, into the whatever uh even his enemies had to stand up and applaud him, so when he had important legislation to pass and well, maybe maybe enemies... there was
3: a few enemies like that iconic um Nazi picture where they're all giving the Kyle but there's one dude sitting there. Maybe well, maybe but, he was just deaf or blind and didn't realize what was going on, and people are interpreting. But what I'm that, saying so is, yeah. this,
2: this crown, this crown, he would wear it. This this <laughs> this crown, he would wear it on special occasions when he had a political point to make, because his enemies would have to stand up and have to applaud him and have to acknowledge his personal valor. And this is interesting because the Romans took the thorns and they played to the crown and crowned Jesus. And the thorn was right from the book of Genesis was a symbol of the cursing of the, the earth and
3: Yeah, I curse thorns all the time, by, every time I step on one of yeah, bloody things.
2: By sin. <laughs> yeah, but it is symbol it was again, this is a symbology of sin. So Jesus fought on the in the this is him being crowned by Roman soldiers for fighting in the field, and the field that he fought in was a field of the of, of, of the of humanity being cursed by sin which is a crown of thorns so he has his crown of thorns Caesar had captain his phoenix a said lot. questions you... are in discord chat one second. uh discord chat um
3: i don't i don't see uh, what question question from who why the hundreds of millions of dead at the hands of various popes over a thousand years.
1: I'm not Catholic. I've, yeah, they they've killed born again Christians as well too. So next question. And you'd they will in the future too, too as well. So next question.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No true Scotsman the
1: fallacy there. I'm not
3: taking it, Britain.
2: <laughs> you'd have to ask the popes about that because I you know I can't <laughs> ask for them. But uh, yeah. But 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 going back again to the Book of Revelation, which is what I started with this scroll. Right. Why the it's burning so of
3: books and stealing of sacred knowledge, keeping it to themselves? I think Ooh. um Ooh. I um, I don't know, I'm guessing those bloody Catholics again doing their
1: I mean as a Baptist, bloody Catholics
3: filling the bloody world up with their bloody people if we're what going we go if, if we the, the not a, I'm
1: not a prostitute either, Kevin. Don't put me in a box. <laughs> I
3: can, okay, I can go down to uh,
2: Britain's store and ask for a. Uh... <laughs> I mean, if we if we go down if if we go down, uh, y- y- you know, um, uh, the burning of books. I mean, it was brought up by Albert Bashai, and he said the Christians burnt the library in Alexandria, and I did that in my refutation video. That's just not true.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not, just not
2: yeah. true, and we get all these stories which are just not true, and people, yeah. Don't so, understand. The, the, this, t- this the Romans burned is...
1: the Christian libraries
2: long before.
1: I mean, it's just like I don't, I,
2: I, would, I... I would just say that
3: there's a lot of this stuff with respect to human history, it's not clean. Um, and again, that there for me, there are lessons to be learned from it, and as you learn those lessons, you hopefully shoulder the
2: burden of trying to make something a little better um for yeah but when you simplify things when you're when you're spinning a narrative and you simplify things and you say things that are not true or not i didn't say it (laughs) no 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 no, but i'm saying i'm 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 talking about what albert said that the christians burnt the library in alexandria because they didn't want all this no that's just not true it's just not true, and so, but a lot of people they don't do the research, they don't know the history, they just walk away and say, "Oh, yeah." yeah well, but this
3: again, this is this is where you have to have. Um, it, it, it's unfair of me to drop stuff into people's laps where you need decades of study to wrap your mind
1: around. Something. You know, the gospel's simple. The gospel's simple, brother. You don't need decades They're very simple people that don't go into the nuances that me, Paul, or even you do on certain things that just have faith and believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and will be brothers and sisters that we will that, you know, Paul and I will see in heaven. So, I mean, you know, some people like to get into further, uh, you know, reading and further debate and further knowledge. But as Jesus Christ said, um, you know, my yoke is easy, uh, and you know, and the gospel in and of itself is very quite simple to understand. And most people, if they just be- you know, you know, everyone, if anyone just believes that, uh, you know, and 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 you know, and they truly have faith, you know, they become born again. Uh, you know, and so that's, you know, that's what matters is the gospel that changes lives, and it's the only thing. Um, and a lot of people like to, you know, like you said, you know, make Christianity seem like, well, you have to know all these things, like it has to be more complex than it actually is, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, I mean, I, I again, I would say, well, the
3: counter to that, what you would hear from the other side is, is that by essentially taking the the vow, um, turning the other cheek, uh, giving away your riches, you, you're essentially ceding this ground to the predator class that are just then able to keep abusing you again and again and again, generation after generation. And is that is that really... The optimal um, strategy. Well, the preter
1: the predator class existed in societies um, long before uh, you know uh, Christianity existed. Now, you could argue that you had Old Testament Judaism, which Christianity is the extension to that. There's not a split, a breakaway. You know, like the you know the Jews that truly trusted and believed in God became Christians. Okay, and so. You know th- what about before then? You know, like it's it's a it's a poor argument. You know, it's saying that, um, you know, God commanded the Jewish people to love their neighbor as theirself, uh, and to self sacrifice. Now, a lot of them did not. God had to keep um chastising them, but God also chastises many Christians who also fail to love their neighbor as themselves. You know, the law of Christ is you know, two commandments, which is love God with all your, you know, your heart, mind, body and soul and love your neighbor as yourself. And most Christians, including Paul and ourselves, in some capacity, fall, you know, fall and are not able to keep those commandments on a daily basis. That's why we need a Messiah. That's the gospel. That's the good news. Um, And so, you know, it, it's, it's tough. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. And I used to be on the side where, you know, you are Kevin and you are, I do believe that you are earnestly seeking after the truth. Okay. And hopefully that you do come to the truth, which is God. Okay. But Fine, which I, I'm,
3: you- I'm at ease with that. man. I, for, for, what is it? The the saying there, there, but for the grace of God, go I, and I fear every step that I take that I'd be um, upsetting uh, his um, desire for, but
1: you're not there yet to say Jesus Christ is the only way though
3: well i am i've seen that myself the problem that the issue i have is i can i can deconstruct it too easily and say mm. that it's a consequence of where i come from and what i that's a genetic
1: fallacy just like uh, i did true scotsman earlier <laughs> yeah but I mean, it's it's, it, but
3: it's 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 not something that you can that element is You can't just remove it by saying genetic fallacy, because those are extant realities that your genome comes from a particular region. And, you know, maybe as an American, you're a bit more mixed up, but, you know, in uh, me, as being the, the, the,
2: the principle is that the principle is, and this is what people don't like to hear is that it's God who draws who he wants and it's god who chooses who he wants and it's god who says i will have mercy upon whom i show mercy mm. and in at the end of the day it's and people say well that's not fair well no, this, is, this is this is why i would never go around god knows I, I would creation. never
3: go around and say yeah you're you're stupid for believing in in i wouldn't either i would either in jesus i would never go around and say to, i used to and I regret I, all the I wouldn't times that, that
2: I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that to, I wouldn't say that, to but I wouldn't say who, that as someone who, who believes in
1: and believes that Muhammad is the prophet. Yeah. I would say they're wrong, say but I wouldn't either. call him stupid.
2: Yeah, I, I, exactly. I wouldn't agree with Yeah, them, But, but that's the implication say... there that
3: if, if you're wrong you, and you're maintaining being wrong, there's a degree of. Uh... <laughs> How should we say no,
2: but the thing is God has ways of drawing who he wants whether they're a Muslim or a, or a Buddhist or whatever he has ways of of drawing people the people that he wants he, so that's um, my wants. point
3: then it doesn't it's not so nailed on no but I'm not I'm
2: not saying that that, that I, I, he will draw them to him and show them the right way hmm. that's what I'm saying he, there is only one path to salvation. But he will draw them and draw that out. It, it might be. A, I mean, people
1: who have hardened it, their hearts against the Lord very strongly, his grace barely shines upon them. But those who are earnestly seeking him and earnestly are calling out to the Lord, then God will make a way for his grace to shine greatly on them. In the hope that they do become born again. And he knows he has the foreknowledge of all whom will choose him and all whom his names are in the book of life that will not be blotted out. Hmm. So, you know, most people who have came very close but still rejected God and did not become born again. For those people, there's usually something in their life that is a hang up and nine times out of ten, it's pride. Nine times out of ten, it was pride. It took me a year, Kevin. I was a New Ager, okay? A major New Ager, a major Gnostic, okay? It took, and for many, many years. Again, I, took... I, I'm
4: I'm
3: very reluctant to say to people who get great comfort from Gnostic scriptures, you're wrong.
1: I'm not, because I used to be in that mindset, and the most loving thing you can do to a is, person— Is that is
3: that not the uh, plank in your eyes, sir?
1: No, it's not. Not on this aspect. It is not, sir. Uh, because the most loving thing you can do a bit per pride person... there, bleeding through? Nope. I'm not prideful on this because I am a fallen man and needed a savior. And yeah, that's man. why I want to tell everybody about him.
3: Yep, that's... So... A, I, I get out of day every day and I'm like, oh, God, this wretch is still here. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I mean, you you've got to draw a line somewhere because people have people can believe yeah, but, okay uh, let, let me I mean, uh, and it, i want i, I want mean, to abstract you, uh, it out a little bit right you could be a Raelian and believe uh, that you know that you that we're aliens and that women have you to walk your fan of cloning, with are we their going
3: cloning now? i mean am i what am i what <laughs> Sorry.
2: are we going cloning like the Raelians? Uh, 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 no, yeah, i hope not i hope
3: not look yeah right and, and
2: the women have to walk around with their breasts out i mean you well can't, that, that that's that's something
3: i can get behind uh, that's yeah, a that's I a mean, vote-winning
2: yeah, I mean, policy. You, you might want to or or, or 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 you might go become a Scientologist and we'll do a, just some
3: a, women, some women, the old saggy we'll do a, snatches. What do you call no, what, what do <laughs> you got cover up, but
2: the, um, what do they call it when they do the uh, the, they do the assessment or whatever and they put the electrodes on you and whatever? Oh, is. yeah, um, I don't know what an auditing
3: it. is it auditing? Auditing, it? that's yeah.
1: it. I mean, yeah, when you have to wear the e the... The meter and uh, I just I do gotta to go to bed. Um,
3: yeah, I realize. I
1: could, I, I, I could stay for a few more minutes. I am loving the conversation, and, and I do appreciate. I I
2: I, want to, I really wanted to look at the book of Revelation, but we okay. got so sidetracked on the same. Well, it's a, th- these
3: are long conversations, so if we can. T- all the time I'm, uh, this wretched but soul that- climbs <laughs> out of bed. <laughs>
2: I was, I was hey, I'm
1: hey, I, I I'm still a wretched soul that climbs out of bed, but by God's <laughs> grace, I'm saved. So that's all yeah. I to say well,
3: I like, I like to think so too, but, um, you know, I, I, I would, I would just say, well, what, what I wanted to say, maybe it's, maybe it's a thought that we can cogitate on somewhat for the next time is that, um, the concept of god again is going to vary a lot depending on where you're from experience um study and these are how do you how do you account for these differences right and i'll, I'll we can finish up with that question and then maybe explore it in more detail
1: I would say just a little bit to that. I mean, you have uh, the serpent uh, distorting uh, God's uh, word uh, to Eve, which is if you eat of the, free, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that you shall be like God and you shall never die. It's very similar to transhumanism today, by the way. Uh, and so from there, you have the split uh, between um, Eve taking upon herself, saying, I know better than God um and uh, i'm going to eat of this uh, eat of this tree to save myself and so from there you have the split of true religion which is you know that you need a messiah that you cannot save yourselves through your work or through your knowledge or gnosis okay and and, and 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 then you have the split you know between you know the true religion and then you have the split of i can save myself by my works or i can save myself by what i know and from there through history okay and through the cataclysms the various cataclysms around the earth okay you have the different splits and you have you know the tower of babel and the different languages and tongues occurring and you have the you know the 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 flood and and then you have the three sons that go back of noah that go out from the world and their families and from there you have the various races that we have today like you have you know God has always kept the true faith. It's always existed. There's always been a remnant, no matter how, no matter how small it is upon the earth to sing of His glory and to tell of him. And Paul would agree with me on that, I would assume.
4: Yeah. I would, um, yeah.
1: And so um, you know, and so through that, you have all of these different cultures that even have some part of the truth in there you know because satan isn't going to tell you a complete falsity okay because then you would spit it and reject it out of your mouth and be like oh i don't want this this is disgusting okay but they don't have the complete truth which is necessary which is you know ultimately in the modern you know new new covenant that we have now is you know is, is the gospel okay and so that's why you have the differing tells like most civilizations have what some people would say a flood myth. I say it's actually a flood history, okay? And so people have bits and pieces Mm. of the truth, but they don't have the whole truth. And without the whole truth, which is the gospel, okay, without the knowledge that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and accepting that and believing it, okay, that is the only way to salvation, all right? And it's always been having faith and trusting in God. From Abraham to Paul and I. It's always been that. That has always been the way. You couldn't work it and you couldn't know it. Okay. It's trusting and and, and having faith on God that He will save you. Okay. And that, you know, and so it's it's that's you could say someone in Japan. They'll have a Shinto maybe amalgam of some ancestral belief system, okay or someone who is in um, Russia before the gospel would have an ancestral pagan uh, type belief system okay that that, that, they, that they had believed and some people you know like you like you're saying, a lot of people have different you know religious systems. Uh, throughout the globe, so how can Christianity of and of, of itself contain the truth or the whole complete picture of the truth? Okay. And I would say, you know, the biggest argument that I have is that, you know, most people believe in that Plato existed. Most people believe that Aristotle existed. Most people believe, you know, you could argue uh, talking about Roman history, Tacitus, OK, but when you get into, OK, so how many manuscripts of these people's writings did they exist? You know, Adam Green and Bjorkness and Bashai and like to say, well, you know, the Gospels are, you know, 10, you know, decades away from Jesus's life. Well, how could they be accurate? Well, Plato's works, if Plato existed, and the, the people that we have discussing Plato were, you know, as far as our first written recorded copies are Hundreds of years. And we only have very few of them compared to how many manuscripts of the New Testament that we have, which number, you know, greatly compared to the few actually surviving copies, you know, original copies of of Plato's works that we have. Okay. But most people automatically accept that Plato was real and everything that he wrote is what he wrote. But when it comes to the gospel, when it comes to, you know, the gospels, when it comes to the letters, they immediately just discount it as being false. Okay, because it was written a few decades afterwards. Okay, at a time where it wasn't like the access that we have to writing or the access that we have to publishing like we have today. Okay, and so you know, that's one of the biggest. You know, it's my belief, and the Bible lines us up too. God has always found a way to made Himself known. To those who are who are are searching for them, for searching for him. And Paul says that we all, since we are born in the image of God, we have an innate knowledge of who God is even from our birth. Okay. And so people choose to either seek after, you know, God to some capacity or not. And God, depending on, you know, if a person is earnestly seeking after him or harden his heart away from God. You know, God, we either show him grace or not. okay? And, you know, that leads to a person, you know, um, you know, ultimately everyone is accountable. A lot of people say, well, what about the person in the far off tribe? What about the person who, who, who heard a poor interpretation of the gospel? You know, um, what if uh, my son, for example, who died before the age of three, what happened to him? Or what happened to someone who has the IQ of 60? Okay. Now, I'm not going to speak for God that I know in every example what's going to happen to said person. Okay. Nor am I supposed to be able to give an account that that is the case, you know. But I will say in God's infinite mercy as the just judge, as the righteous king, as the loving father that I do believe, for example, for someone who has an IQ of 55 or 60, that, you know, they do go to heaven, that they do go to paradise. Okay. Or my son, for example, before the age of any accountability, my son is up there in heaven. Okay. And so again, for us, since we're, everybody's listening is likely above the age of accountability. I, I would hope that there's no eight year olds. As much as I love you, Kevin, our listeners <laughs> you know, maybe to some of more of the scientific shows, but sometimes you do get a little bit, uh, a little bit spicy. Okay, yeah sometimes, uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, you know, just on occasion, every now and then, you know, every now and then, most Dude, of the time I, we all. Know I
3: gotta drag myself up here most <laughs> days. So I gotta keep it entertaining for me. <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
1: hey! Most of the time, we know that you're straight laced and you would never ever say anything controversial or mm. spicy, Kevin. Okay, we know that about you. That's one thing we can say about you, all right? But, you know, um, you know, that the, again, that God, you know, will ultimately he knows who is going to choose him. He knows who is going to become born again. OK, that is he has that foreknowledge. All right. You know, he will show them grace and they will be saved. There is not one single sheep that God or Jesus have left behind. He left the ninety nine to save the one. I was that one. Paul was that one. And there's many people who are that one out there. OK, and so, you know, a lot of people will say, well, John, you, you don't have the answers for every single question that I have. Therefore, I don't believe. And pretty much I used to be in that same boat. I am not sitting here pointing fingers at specs and logs. I had that log in my eye. But eventually, you know what? And this is what faith is. I said, God, I can't save myself. I don't know everything. Please save me and please give me the truth. And that's where i am today and that's you know every christian who's truly born again their testimony will be very similar to that and i do believe ultimately it is the truth for those who are out there who are legitly seeking for the truth they will find god because god is the objective truth of the universe and he made known through his son jesus christ um
3: Yeah, but powerful words. I mean, Paul, if you want to add something to that.
2: Well, the Bible says I am the way, the truth, and the life, and the resurrection. So, I mean, uh, those are big claims that are being made. And um, truth is objective, but we live in the post-truth era now. Um,
1: The grand illusion.
2: The gra- and it is a delusion um, where uh, where nothing is. Uh, they want you to they want you to say, well, we don't we don't even know what reality is now, and and we live in a fictive reality. I mean, where with, with men can be women, and and and.
1: And I know that makes you upset, Kevin. You rail about it every almost every day. <laughs> how,
2: I do think there's
1: you-
3: objective reality. I do think that there's a a, a moral, uh, the universe. I think tends towards um, moral righteousness. That's, that's what I think there's,
1: it's God created creation. Very good. I,
3: I, I, I I, I want, I believe
2: that. And like I said, there is purpose, there's purpose there. Mm -hmm. There is purpose and thought there. I don't Mm -hmm. think anything is random and uh, I might not understand it all. I don't pretend to understand it all, but, 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 from what I do understand and what I do see, I, I, I cannot but see um, design and intelligence and purpose in it. And there are some things that are un- unexplicable, inexplicable. Um, but but yes, I do see purpose in it. And and I am a student of, of the scriptures and I see things in it that cannot be explained, um, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, 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 and this is, this is, you know, it strengthens faith, but it, it's taken me many years of studying and looking at it to to, to reach that point. But um, I, I don't think, yeah, I do think there's a contingent out there that are hijacking um, this eschatology and using it for their own means. It's it's, I mean, they've used everything. I know they've had remote viewers on onto this. I know they know they know that something big is going to happen. I know they've looked at all the traditions in all the different religions. I know they've been building this AI for, for quite some time now, and it's probably far more advanced than they're letting on. They're just leaking it all slowly out. And I know that they're going to challenge God himself because they know this catastrophe is coming, and they're going to make sure that they end up The Bible up says
1: that they, that they will,
2: that they yeah, will. to. they, they want to end up on top. And this is... I, I still think there's something funny going on, with, and I know this is all uh, really woo-woo, but I think there's something funny going on with the CERN. I think they're getting ready to fire that up, and I don't know what they're trying to achieve with it, but I know they're going to fire that up, and I think they're going to fire it up when we, when we reach a point which is called the block wall, which is when, we, when our magnetism has dropped to virtually zero at, cer- at a certain point. It'll, it won't be there for long. But um, at that point, they're going to try and open some sort of a gateway up, I think. And I don't know what they're trying to achieve or what they're trying to do. But they haven't built all these things for nothing. It's not just for scientific research. Uh, I mean, they've got the statue of Shiva in front of it, which which is the cyclical destruction, destruction and recreation. So they know something's coming, and they're trying to achieve something or do something. I know that. But... Maybe... uh, I would
3: say this because I've I've got to take the kids to, um, lessons, but the, um, I would say that there's always ambiguity in complex systems. Try to have as, uh, well maintained toolbox as possible for the problems that it's going to throw your way. And, uh, sometimes Mm. you're not going to know the answer straight away. So, um, be comfortable with ambiguity sometimes, um, but uh, that doesn't mean you'd be comfortable around uh, trannies. So. <laughs> Got to finish off with uh, something to upset someone. So
1: had to make somebody mad. Yeah, uh, which we, we've all probably made somebody mad through uh, uh, this discussion. But um, uh, definitely appreciate you having us on, Kevin, and you know, and yeah, and, yeah, you know, and and we I, should, I, you I know. Would.
2: I would like to have gone into the historical aspect of the book of Revelation. And we can't next time the, if
1: Kevin will have us yeah, on. Yeah, I don't yeah. see, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: you and know, because there is so much there where these patterns are built up and, uh, and, and and we're seeing a repeat of these historic patterns. We're seeing a repeat of the same history.
1: So yeah, again, uh, I, again you know, though,
3: just be careful about being punked by people.
1: Engaged in, yeah, yeah. I'm aware of that. I'm prophecies. aware of that. Well, they're but, they're uh, they're going to pull a false apocalypse with the real one. That that is true. I do believe there is. Some yeah, yeah. I that. I
2: agree. I agree. They're going to use pull a fast one, but um, they're the ones. Jesus gonna even said
1: they're going to say, you know, look, he's in the desert. Look, he's here. Look, he, you know, they're they're going to they're going to pull that. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that is exactly what is going on. I mean, uh, they might
2: pull. They've got form. How many false presides have they already had? They've got form. They've, they've had at least half a dozen that we know of. It, it's not as though hey, they haven't done this before.
1: When Trump retrieves a picture of Jesus with him in the courtroom.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's and all I got to him say about that. And he says he's the chosen one. So, yeah, who knows? And Kushner's knows behind
1: it? him trying to rebuild yeah. the third temple. Yeah, yeah but
3: look, man, that, that third temple might be... a. Uh, Little server room (laughs) for all we know with uh, maybe not a little server room, but quite a substantial one.
2: God's going to be the AI, isn't it? That that's their God. It's going to be AI.
1: The image of the beast might be AI, for all we know. Yeah, the 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 the, the,
2: the, that speaks. It's the one that speaks, isn't it? The image Mm -hmm. that speaks. He caused the image Mm -hmm. to speak. Well, that's that's well. I just have to say this. I'm
3: I'm quite enjoying these large language models.
2: no. Well, they're fantastic. but yeah. this is how they This is how they suck everyone. That's how they
1: get you. That's how yeah. they get you. Was yeah. life? That's another question. Was life better before the internet? It does give us the ability to have this discussion, but at what cost to society, Kevin? I don't
3: know. I, again, I just don't. I, I'm not sure how to weight those questions. I mean, it's like, was life better before antibiotics? Um.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah, because the weak died off, and only strong like us.
3: It's yeah, mom right. so yeah. the
1: fit is like darwin so
3: <laughs> maybe i don't again i don't know i'm i'm not in uh all, all i can all i think you can do is just apply apply your tools judiciously and um
2: what's the saying um yeah but that's measure they, twice, they are, once and they're far more advanced with this technology than they're letting on and they're just getting us used to it they're programming us to use it all for convenience sake and they're slowly, slowly rolling I believe it out. that, yeah. And, yeah, but I, yeah, they're slowly, You could, you slowly could argue rolling that out. about and then, any and then any
3: technological move forward. Right. And that so I I don't know where you can draw the the line and say, well, th- these were these were wholesome technologies and these are bad technologies. It's um there.
1: But
2: by the time, but by the time we realise they are, how bad they really are, we'll all be locked down. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, the thing is, once we, once people like us are gone, the kids will grow up in it. They won't even know any better. Yeah, yeah. but you in, gr- a gen- you grew in a generation's up in a generation, world... I think it's, I think it's normal to eat bugs and to be tracked everywhere they're going and to have their thoughts read and linked up and everything. I think that's normal.
3: Yeah, but you could show your grandparents your life and what they had experienced, and they would be aghast
1: too. Maybe they, they should wouldn't. be aghast. Maybe they yeah, should be. Maybe I don't. Yeah.
3: Again, again, I'm I'm very reluctant to start putting a motive weight on. Um, essentially, it's how it's used. The technology, it's how it's used.
2: Um, well, I think it's. Hey, this is this is a bit just on a tangent. You just made me think of it. But the the, the uh, um native peoples often said, and especially Aborigines, they don't like uh, pictures being taken or images of themselves or appearing in movies. Or They're the actually, Amish. Yeah, they give warnings on TV. Uh, if you're Aboriginal, uh, there's, there's uh there's there's images of Aboriginal people in this in this documentary. Uh, we're just warning you in advance. Because they think it captures something of the soul. Um, now we, we we just laugh at that. And say yeah. Well, we know the scientific explanation for you know the the, the digitising of images or, or or you know even photographic paper and blah blah blah. But are they not are, are they not in some sense correct? Because now they're going to use those images to make avatars to actually work in a virtual world. And they're also going to use their algorithms and the data they've collected to make that come alive. So there will be an actual person that's like you operating independently mm. in a, in a in 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 a, in a world that doesn't really exist. It's virtual. Mm. Um, yeah. I know this well, is cr- this is when it you start. all like you start falling like into Mirror. simulation
3: theory, and um, yeah, yeah. and it, it becomes it becomes a sort of um, circular. Um, argument or or reasoning and there's you know conscious experience has a again a bunch of baked in um, parameters to it that have to be satisfied Um, try try putting on vr goggles and not eating right yeah yeah. right you uh, uh, eventually there's a, a a ground state reality that um, you, but the always...
1: Wachowski sisters showed us that they can hook us up to advanced alien machines and keep us inside some sort of matrix. Yeah. Uh, by sort of... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean I I, I, know, I don't, I don't believe in that at all. I used no, no, as an No, I, I don't that's...
2: either. But, but, what I'm saying is, is this is the direction we are headed in, where things be. This, this is what they want that we are that they will create a new reality. This is why they're saying you know men are women and women are men and blah blah blah. They're trying to street. create a new yeah.
1: reality. They'll, They'll never be able to.
2: No, I don't think they will. But this is what they're trying to do, trying yeah. to do. And maybe when people get desperate enough and hungry enough, and there's been a catastrophe, they can rearrange society the way they want it.
3: Well, I, think that's I, what I, I'm, for. I would be of the opinion that in that, if if like I say, if the archaeological record is true, and these are these are planet-wide cataclysms. Look, man, you, all you it's, you're just going back into you, you know nature, basically. Yeah. Some some may argue that that's a better state to be in. Maybe, but say that when you've got compound fracture and <laughs> you've got to, yeah, 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 you got to drag yeah. yourself um, back to your abode, and you know that's a, a life-ending mm. injury. Um, not yeah. so long ago. <laughs>
1: that's how i'm gonna die that's how i'm gonna die just like i could die with a car heading you know veering off a curve and slamming into me head first so i mean yeah man
3: but that's that's it there there but for the grace of god go i and you know i'm i just like i say i'm a wretched wretched fallen man (laughs) just it's it's just punishment, and that's what I'm thinking now. I'm just being punished eternally. I feel it like,
1: rains uh, on the just and the unjust, and you <laughs> can avoid <laughs> eternal punishment by believing Jesus Christ. I got to go to bed, just yeah. So yeah, I just, thank you yeah, both. yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a sign.
3: Have off a good for... evening, yes. You, good morning, yes you, you too, John. Thank you for your time, bro. You too. You Bye you guys. All right, um, yeah, I've got a, it's 12:30. I've got to get the kids uh to that. Their classes this afternoon so all um, oh,
2: right, okay no problem uh, but yeah, thank yeah i was Paul. hoping to i was hoping to do a little bit more on the actual you know the actual facts of revelation and how it relates to history because it's very interesting um uh, hold the floor and we'll we'll yeah, do yeah. this again soon very soon because it has historical context which is important uh just like and that's why i started off with that isaiah 53 because it has a historical grounding and then people misuse it because well, so the jews say well that chapter is about us it's about the jewish people we suffered to save you guys you know we, we went through the holocaust well,
3: this is this is why i just take the default position it's all the jewish Captain
4: Phoenix said voice
3: <laughs> yeah uh, you're being invited into the voice chat on the discord so um, am i okay no uh, i think i think people want to slug what, it out what do
2: what do I do? I just go into. Uh, Can they give me a minute while I just have a toilet break? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just go anything. into Discord
3: yeah. and then stroll up and you'll see main voice. Um, okay. And then just click on do. that and you might I will take do. I will do. Give
2: me five minutes, folks, and I'll be there. Okay. You, you go and uh, preach to those wretched sinners, sinners!
3: Can't have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bring the fire okay. and fury on them yep yep that's the way to do it all right well thank you very much okay see all right thank you folks uh let me just see if uh anyone is not the k26r today uh and uh oh all of you hang your heads in shame hang your heads in shame not one dono for the doc all that, all that work, all that, uh, all that spiritual guidance. Let me just see. Maybe I'm being uh, too quick. But, uh, yeah, you are all the Jew. Right. I'm out of here. Take care. God bless. See you in the next one.
0: You don't know how angry I am. You do? I was
1: just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off after reading that little line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers! I will fucking kill each fucking kepper! I swear! <laughs> this
2: is not fucking joke anymore! This is fucking dead serious! I
1: am fucking dead serious! These people don't know who the fuck they actually playing! Fuck these keppers! No fucking vaccine or MIA will ever go
4: through my fucking war blood, blood! Never! No! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking f- bees and my fucking
0: forefathers and my- these motherfuckers. All them five. this guy. Send tech forty-five thousand. Turn this. Never. 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 Make sure, make sure, oh.